This is the Judge Janine Show. Now, here's Judge Janine Pirro. Welcome back to the Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers Foundation Show. Joining us now is a Republican candidate for governor in New York State. He is someone that has to be elected to replace the accidental, disastrous governor, Kathy Hochul. The woman is involved in more disaster, disastrous deals and pay-to-play, not to mention her inability or her refusal to fight the crime that has enveloped all New Yorkers, not just in New York City, but all over in the state of New York. Lee Zeldin, a former congressman, knows all too well what it's going to take to get New York State back to its position uh, in this country of being one of the premier states. Right now, New York looks like a third world country. And we're very privileged to have joining us today, given the fact that there are just 16 days to the uh, election and certainly the midterms, the Republican candidate for governor in New York State, Lee Zeldin. All right, uh, Congressman Zeldin, listen, the, the polls show that you can beat Kathy Hochul, that you're pretty much in a statistical heat with her, which is unheard of in New York for the past 30 years. Talk to us. We're feeling it on the ground. I mean, when we see these poll numbers coming back, for example, there was a, a poll that was out just a few days ago from NBC where they last polled saying we're down 24. Now they're saying we're down six. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're seeing that kind of movement. Uh, and the polls are even closer than that for Quinnipiac, two from Trafalgar. Right. Uh, we're tracking this race really tight. And the energy, the momentum, the issues are on our side. And people are talking about why they're hitting their breaking point in the state, why New York leads the entire nation in population loss, and how we have to fight rising crime and skyrocketing costs. And Kathy Hochul isn't out there talking about it. She doesn't have the record of actually fixing it. She doesn't have the visions and solutions to deal with it. So the contrast couldn't be any clearer between the two of us, and it's led to Democrats and independents saying, you know what, even Democrats will say, I voted Democrat my whole life, lifelong Democrat. I've only voted for Democrats, but this year I'm voting for you, and they're doing it to save our state. The amazing part about it, uh, Lee Zeldin, candidate for governor in New York, is that the Democrats are more ideological, I believe, after all these years, than Republicans. I mean, it is painful for them to vote for a Republican. But given the tightness, given the closeness in terms of uh, the, the race between you and Hochul, it tells me that the Democrats, the independents certainly, but the Democrats now are disgusted with the way she is handling crime, the way she's handling the economy. But this is happening across the country with Democrats. Joe Biden says that the economy is, quote, strong as hell when we are just on the tip of a recession, if not in one already. Kathy Hochul I mean, we've got we've got an attorney general, Letitia James, who spent her 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 two years or three years going after Donald Trump. She should be investigating Kathy Hochul. Uh, the corruption with the pay-to-play scandal for for uh, scandals, uh, for example, the one where somebody does a fundraiser for her. Four days later, Kathy Hochul suspends New York's competitive bidding law. That company that did the fundraiser makes a pitch to provide COVID tests that they don't even make. And and the same day the offer is made, which ended up being an over $600 million no-bid contract 
New York is paying twice the price as opposed to going directly to the company that made the COVID tests. It's, it reeks of pay-to-play corruption. Kathy Hochul comes in August of last year, and she decides that the only way that she's going to raise the tens of millions of dollars that she believes she needs to, re- to run this race against us is she has to sell out access to her office. So you're right. Mm-hmm. The attorney general, the comptroller, DAs, whomever, everybody, they all should be looking into it. And instead, everyone wants to look away. No one wants to talk about it at all. And the taxpayers end up getting screwed over by an estimated over quarter billion dollars for that one personal political contract that she made with that one donor. And as far as this being a national uh, you know, issue, when you talk about the economy, when you talk about rising crime, there's an important point of what you said with President Biden talking about how the economy is just fine. And he's sitting there, you know, he was standing there talking about it while licking his ice cream cone, oh. divorced from the reality that what we want from our elected leaders, whether you are the governor or you're the president, we want to see people who are saying, this is what's wrong. This is how I am responsible to fix it. These are my ideas and ways that we can tackle it, and I am all in and doing everything in my power to fix it. And unfortunately, with the people who are in charge from Kathy Hochul to Joe Biden, they don't even want to acknowledge that these problems exist. They want the rest of us. They're demanding that the rest of us look away. There's nothing to see here, and there's something wrong with us if we're talking about it. Well, you know, it's just like the mayor of of New York City is saying that New Yorkers have a perception problem, that we have a perception of crime problem, that it's not a big deal. Are you kidding? A 48-year-old man pushed in front of his subway. And let's not limit it to New York City. I will not walk from Fox to a department store two blocks away because because I'm afraid to. There is unprovoked assaults. This is because the Democrats, in every state, you can follow it, you can track it. They they decided that this social justice, which has no definition, should apply to every criminal. And it's almost like, you know, forget the victims. They deny victims their victimhood. The criminals are the victims, and they're all let out on, on this cashless bail to reoffend again, and they're emboldened. So between Mayor Eric Adams and the DAs, who are progressive DAs like Alvin Bragg and Darcel Clark in the Bronx, I mean, what can you do about that, Congressman Lee Zeldin? It's about what we can do the first moment of the first day that, that I'm sworn into office on January 1st. The first action that I'll be taking is notifying the Manhattan District Attorney, Alvin Bragg, that he's being fired. I'm going to declare a crime emergency here in the state of New York. It should be have, it should have been done already. It could be done today by the governor, but she's not going to do it. I'm going to suspend New York's cashless bail laws and other pro-criminal laws that have been passed because the legislature hasn't been willing to come to the table to actually fix this, to give judges discretion away dangerousness, to amend raise the age which has resulted in additional crimes. And that list goes on. And the people who are in charge right now, they believe that they haven't passed enough pro-criminal laws and you're absolutely right they believe that their constituency is the criminals they are turning over our streets to criminals and when you talk about what is perception and what is reality the reality is that we see with our own eyes the videos the pictures the stories of people getting hurt every single day you can't convince us that what we see is not real we know it is these are real victims they have families the people who are committing the offenses oftentimes are reoffending from prior offenses, and everybody is motivated to want every elected official at every level to do everything in their power about it. They don't want to be lectured that they need to look away. 
Well, you know, the lecturing has to come to an end. And the only way, Lee Zeldin, is for you to become governor, for you to make sure that victims are, are recognized. You know, the amazing part of it is that this week there was a woman who was assaulted on a bus by a bunch of teens. And what I saw, what we all saw, was the bystander effect, where people just stood around and did nothing. The driver of the bus did nothing. And that's what we saw in 1964 in the Kitty Genovese slaying as a woman was being raped and killed, you know, while the witnesses and passersby, you know, just they turned up their radio, they pulled down the shades, and they thought it was domestic violence as though that were a justification. But we're back to the bystander. We're back to, you know, it's too dangerous to get involved. And that's why it's essential for you to get elected, at the very least as it involves crime. But let's talk about the economy in fracking. What is your position on fracking? I believe that New York State should reverse its ban on the safe extraction of natural gas. The people in the southern tier are desperate for it. Mm. Uh, there are other counties. They sit on the Marcellus and Utica shells. The state bans it. it and, and they have to look across the border into Pennsylvania and they're seeing the jobs that are being created, the revenue that gets generated, the, the downtowns that have been revitalized, and they're begging Albany to give them permission to tap into this resource. There's also pipeline applications right now up in Albany. They're being delayed and denied instead of getting approved. We need to be transporting energy uh, throughout the state. We need to have an all-of-the-above energy policy that, that is not just lecturing the rest of us because – you know, one person out there, some politician out there, favors wind or solar. Then they're saying that, you know, Ann's Pancakes in the Southern Tier isn't allowed to yeah. hook up to gas any further. Well, what happens when the electric goes out? Like when I was at Ann's Pancakes a few weeks ago. Well, everyone still got their pancakes because they have gas. So there's so much opportunity. We could be exporting to other states. We could be exporting to other countries tapping into this resource. Well, you know, uh, uh, Congressman Lee Zeldin running for governor in New York, I'm from the southern tier. I'm from Elmira originally. And it has become a depressed area. It's almost as though it is a forgotten area. And it really, you know, it, it, it's great to hear that you have, uh, that, that you have ideas that will assist us all across this great state. And finally, uh, with respect to the, uh, what is going on in New York City with, with the illegals, uh, you've got a mayor who has decided that, you know, forget the homeless. We're going to give the illegals, uh, you know, the ability to have, uh, the washers and dryers and folding services along with uh, three meals a day. And obviously they need to be fed and there's no, I have no problem with that. But, you know, with the Xboxes and the Wi-Fi and, and, you know, all the other stuff, it's almost as though the American citizen, the taxpayer, who has to decide between gas and food now with the, with the inflation at 8.3% doesn't matter. It's everybody but America, the Americans. It's America last. It's across the board with the Democrats. Why? It's almost as though they hate America. In one respect, when you talk about feeding someone, you're talking about, you know, the minimum humanitarian responsibility. And quite frankly, every American should have food on their table, shoes on their feet, a roof over their head. We shouldn't see anyone who is homeless. Some people choose to be homeless, right. and that's a, whole right. other, that's a whole other topic. But when you go next level with the goodies, you know, the free phones, the, the airfare, uh, the you mentioned Xboxes. I saw that reported as yes. well as you just referenced. 
now you have the, the average New Yorker, the average American saying, well, actually, my kids don't have Xbox. Right. So, right. And when you are incentivizing and rewarding a legal entry at the federal, state, and local level, what happens as a result of it is you'll have more people coming illegally, not respecting our laws and processes. We cannot be incentivizing and rewarding it. We should not have sanctuary states and sanctuary cities. But no matter what, regardless, blue city, red city, blue state, red state, this is not going to get fixed unless Joe Biden steps up and the Biden administration steps up to secure our southern border. They're refusing to do what they need to get done from finishing construction of the border wall, supporting instead of attacking our customs and Border Patrol agents, enforce the remain in Mexico policy and catch and release and stop incentivizing this illegal entry. Well, there's no question that 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 has to stop. But you know what? All they're doing is sending the message, keep coming in. And and I always say, uh, Lee Zeldin, candidate for governor, when is enough enough? When are you going to break? When do we get to the point where you actually break the United States? Four trillion dollars in spending. But your mission right now, what are you doing in the last two weeks of the campaign? How can people uh, work on your campaign? How can they get in touch with you? We are doing everything. We've been working all out since we got in this race over a, a, a year and a half ago. I'll continue to travel all across the state, long days, start early and late. We're taking nothing for granted. There's a big difference between what we're doing and what Kathy Hochul is doing. We are working hard, as hard as possible, to earn the support of New Yorkers. We are we are in this to save our state. Kathy Hochul, she's crawling across this finish line. She's she's mm-hmm. barely trying to survive a race, and she's not doing this to save New York. She's trying to do this to save Kathy Hochul. For anyone out there who wants to help, go to zeldinfornewyork.com. Z-E-L-D-I-N-F-O-R. New York is spelled out. Zeldinfornewyork.com. You can sign up to volunteer. You can donate $5. We're on social media. We need everyone everywhere telling everyone you know to vote November 8th. You are given a right, yes, to vote, but it's also your duty. You're a proud American. It's your obligation. It's your responsibility. If everyone does that, New York will be electing a new governor on November 8th. Well, your lips to God's ears. Uh, Lee Zeldin, we need you in New York. New York has lost its position as a premier state, and it is sad to see that it's almost like a third-world country in a lot of areas, and that's due to the Democrat policies. Lee Zeldin, keep up the good work. You're in fighting shape. Keep fighting. We need you in New York. God bless, and hopefully we'll talk to you and congratulate you as the governor. Take care. I look forward to it. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Lee Zeldin. Everyone, it's very important to get him elected in New York. He is the only hope we have as this state continues to go uh, downhill. And right now, uh, never forget that uh, the commitment we made on 9-11, honor it by donating $11 a month to the Tunnel to Towers Foundation at T2T.org. That's T2T.org. Up next here on the Judge Janine Tunnel to Towers Foundation show, I will gavel out with my closing argument. It's all coming up here on the Red Apple Audio Network. It's the Judge Janine Show on 77 WABC.